0: It's day 11 of Advent. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast Advent Edition. This podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services and exists to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast Advent Edition. This podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services and exists to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. Well, this is day 11, the preparation. And Luke's gospel says in chapter 1, verses 30 through 33, And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God, And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son and shall call his name Jesus. And he will be great and he will be called the son of the most high God. And the Lord God will give him, give to him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And his kingdom there will be no end. Six months after Gabriel's announcement to Zachariah, he visits Mary. Mary was a young virgin girl, engaged, betrothed to be married to a man, Joseph. Remove all all the present-day expectations of engagements and instead remember that betrothal was a legal arrangement based on a serious agreement between families, Not, not an emotional puppy love between two young adults. No, this was a serious agreement. Gabriel visited Mary and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Of course Mary would have been afraid. First, she was a young girl, not a man, not a priest, and certainly not nobility. The angel of the Lord visited men who were noble and who were priestly. The Lord was breaking all the customs, all of the norms, and all of the traditions in order to announce to a simple girl that she had found favor with God. And second, of course Mary was deeply troubled. She knew she was a virgin, and thus there was no possible way that she could conceive a child. And oh, she was legally betrothed to Joseph. But the angel addressing her fear says, Mary's next breath was surrender and obedience, when in verse 38 she says, "'Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word.' And the angel departed from her." Israel had read Isaiah's prophecy, and of course believed that they were looking for a Messiah king and a ruler who would overtake the throne from Herod, and once and for all vanquish the Romans so that Israel could take back their rightful and proper place on the world stage. Instead of a palace or nobility, God sent his angel to a young peasant girl and assigned her the task of carrying the Savior of the world. God had yet again chosen family to be his tool for redemption, his redemption plan. He chose what to outsiders of our day would be called a broken family or a crisis pregnancy. 1 Corinthians tells us that God chooses the foolish things of the world to shame the things that are wise. 1 Corinthians 1 so while common wisdom has preparations for the Messiah being made in Jerusalem at the temple that Herod had rebuilt, preparations for the Messiah were being made in the hearts and the bellies of the two most unlikely families and women, Elizabeth and Mary. Huh. And these women were, were relatives. So without email or the U.S. Postal Service, neither of these women would have known about the other's miraculous pregnancies, except that the angel tells Mary. Mary. So the Lord tells Mary through the the voice of the angel, and Mary in her heart decides to travel and visit this relative. And Luke's gospel recounts what happens. In Luke 1, verses 41 through 45, it says, And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, So Mary comes in. Elizabeth was not expecting her, but when she hears the greeting of Mary, the baby, John the Baptist, leaps in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And, and why is it granted to me that the mother of my lord should come to me for behold when the sound of your greeting came to my ears the baby in my womb leaped for joy and blessed is he is she who believed that there would be fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the lord beloved how rich how deep and how loving is the confirmation that our god is preparing all things for his glory Fearfully, Mary blindly obeys the angel, only to have the Holy Spirit confirm that she was indeed the mother of the Messiah as a function of her visiting her relative. The Holy Spirit comes upon Elizabeth. The Holy Spirit comes upon John the Baptist, and he leaps in the womb to give this fearful peasant girl the confirmation that the Lord is truly with you. Oh, reflect today on the kindness and gentleness of our God, even through times of fear, uncertainty, and trouble. Recently, at a Lifeline event, a young woman gave her testimony about adoption and her journey that that, that brought her to Lifeline. She recounted what a hard decision it was to place her little baby son for adoption. She had prayed that the Lord would send her to a Christ-centered relational ministry. And she testified that finding Lifeline was an answer to that prayer. So she walked out her pregnancy with our birth mother counselors and, and was given a plethora of profile books to look through to choose the right family for her son. She testified it was overwhelming at best. But she found a family. Oh, but out of the out of the pile she found the family and she just began, she confessed to pray that the Lord would give her confirmation. Before getting the opportunity to meet, physically meet face-to-face the family, she had decided she wanted to name her baby after her brother and her grandfather, and then began to say that she felt so strongly that she wanted a family that would be willing to keep this family name, that would be willing to keep this name that she had given her. At the first meeting with the family, the family announced to her they had already had a name for this sweet baby boy, and had even already gotten some things monogrammed. With no prior warning or tip-off, they begin to tell her the exact first and middle name that she had chosen. Oh, how gracious and loving was our God to give this simple but impactful conversation to this sweet mother that she was making the right decision. And God so meticulously planned for the coming of Jesus, by, by, but his planning wasn't always what we were looking for. And so let's reflect on how gracious our God is to confirm in small ways and in large ways that we are following after him. And so as we end this day, I love this song, Mary, Did You Know? And it says, Mary, did you know that your baby boy will one day walk on water? Mary, did you know that your baby boy will save our sons and daughters? Did you know that your baby boy has come to make you new? Huh, the child that you've delivered will soon deliver you, baby. Mary, did you know that your baby boy will give sight to the blind man, or will calm a storm with his hand, or that where he has walked is where angels trod? Oh, baby, Mary, did you know when you kiss your baby, you are kissing the face of God? Oh, the blind will see, the deaf will hear, and the dead will live again. The lame will leap, the dumb will speak the praises of the lamb. Oh, Mary, did you know that the baby boy is the Lord of all creation and that he will one day rule the nations? Mary, did you know that your baby boy is heaven's perfect lamb? How gracious our God is that when he visited that peasant girl, that he told her, I am going to make all things new." Oh, on this day of that, let us again reflect that our God is so good, so gracious, and so right, and so meticulous to prove over and over and over again His gracious hand of love. Thanks for listening to the Defender Podcast Advent Edition. Please visit lifelinechild.org advent to receive a free download of Lifeline's Advent cards and join us as we anticipate the coming of Jesus our Savior.